This is when life changes football manager for kings of consecration. It takes around 25 minutes to walk to the Hugo Lumbrera Stadium. Each day his journey passes the harbour and through the marketplace before crossing the highway and climbing the few stone steps that lead into the main reception. His routine never changed. Arrive, coffee, read the European newspapers and then to work. Football has always been his life. Even now, approaching 70 years of age, he still enjoyed the day-to-day -day tasks of setting out the training schedules and talking with the players. But today, he was in early. It was game day. He sat on the edge of the desk looking at the vast whiteboard in front of him. He had taken charge of pre-season camps throughout his career, but none like this. So many players had been mentioned, scouted, trialled and finally signed. Averinov hadn't stepped foot in Ushuaia since that last meeting, however he had been a busy man. Twelve new faces had arrived throughout the past four weeks, all of them signed personally by Director of Football Andrei Averinov. Larson had been requested to create statistical analysis on all of the squad, including the new players, a list of attributes that served as a marker for the level of player he had at his disposal. This list was then used by both him and Averinov to judge where the squad needed strengthening and to make sure they were both on the same page. The steady arrival had begun almost immediately, with left-back Martinevsky and centre-half Abel Araya joining the seven lonely squad members that still remained from the previous year. The last 12 months had been tough, with just four points taken from 26 games and only the restructuring of the domestic pyramid had kept them in the fourth tier. They had the lowest budget, smallest gate and seemingly an impossible task ahead of them. Being based on the Tierra del Fuego had among other things one huge drawback when organising pre-season friendlies. That being, nobody would make the average return flight of over 5,000 kilometres to face them. This left Larson playing domestic sides, mainly amateur, and gave no marker as to where they would be come the first game of the season. As he glanced across at his team selection, he remembered Andre had used the phrase Frankenstein when describing the formation Larson had settled on. The arguments about tactics had been short and swift. If he wasn't having input into recruitment, then Averinov would have to keep his nose out of his business. The Crows would be playing with a flat-back four, a defensive winger on the right with two holding midfielders, an advanced winger on the left and a playmaker behind the lone target man. The average age of the team was around 22. There was a clear structure in place and it seemed experienced players would be a lesser-seen commodity around here. Larson knew he had youth on his side so decided to run a military-style training camp with focus largely targeted at fitness and stamina improvements. What they may lack on the skill front, they would make up for in effort and desire. 
As kickoff approached, Tommy Larson had no idea if his new side would be anywhere near the required level. He feared if they were not, then this would be a very short experiment indeed. Welcome to Del Fuego Sport Radio, where we have exclusive commentary rights to all Black Crow Ushuaia games this coming season. With only 10 minutes to kick off, let me run you through today's starting 11. The much-changed club, both on and off the pitch, will hand first-team debuts to nine new faces this afternoon. They line up with Gonzalez in goal, Martinevsky at left-back, Araya and Martinez at centre-half, and Nicolas Brahim at right-back. In front of the back four, we have a two-man shield in the form of 18-years-old Sebastian Pompey and Emiliano Ponce, who, judging by pre-season games, will have a licence to get forward and involved in the attacking phases of play. Wide right Mendes will tuck in to allow Brahim to get forward from fullback, and then Istvan Klass will sit on the opposite flank in a more advanced role. Club captain Leandro Diaz will sit behind lone Paraguayan striker Carlos Achar. It's a side that has performed well in pre-season, but today is the first real test not only for the players, but for Tommy Larson as well. Ushuaia will be kicking from left to right in this first half and it's the home side who gets us underway. It's been a fairly average opening 15 minutes with neither side threatening, but here's Maidana for the visitors, bursting through, bit of room to move forward. Maidana cuts inside along the edge of the 18-yard box, shoots, oh, great save from Gonzalez. The debutant tips it over the bar and keeps the score at 0-0. As we approach the 30-minute mark, the Black Crows have won their first corner of the game. Diaz swings a high-looping ball to the back post. Archer heads it back across goal and goal! Martinez prods it in on the line and the whole side... Oh, wait, no! The flag is up on the near side. It won't stand. Larson heading the hands on the sidelines. That must have been tight, but the scores remain level. Only 30 minutes to go now, as Tommy Larson looks towards his bench. His side haven't been disappointing, but I think he would have expected more. Cambacera's on the attack now, and that pass has dissected the Ushara back four. Ferreira, he's away, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. Oh, great save again from Gonzalez. What a debut he's having, nil-nil. And there goes the final whistle. Honours even here as Black Crow Ushuaia start their 2019-2020 Premier D campaign with a goalless draw. Join us next time on Del Fuego Sport as the Crows fly north to the capital. He enjoyed the walk home. It cleared his head. He thought back of chances missed and the players who looked to struggle a little. But all in all, he was pleased that as a team they didn't look out of their depth. He had received no contact from the corporation and in his book, no news was good news. He moved along the road and stopped as he caught a reflection of himself in a shop window. With the beard thinning and the grey now returning to his hair as the brown dye faded away, he started to recognise himself once again. He just hoped nobody else would. <laughs>